This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world. A world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and ale. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners, trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. Welcome to the How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a dungeon. <laughs> uh, T doesn't like that name, I guess. But we'll come oh, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I think it's not bad. Anyway, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons and you're going to listen to it. Uh, my, Whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how most like franchises work, right? Like you kind yeah, of have you're to... you're like strapped down. And that idea of a, yeah. a captive audience, man. Right? <laughs> you really got to like... Literally captive? Yeah, like, tie yeah. them down and make them listen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm Ben McAllister and I'm going to be a dungeon master. Uh, I, I, that's mostly my day job, but yeah. I've decided to do it on the weekends as well. Um, <laughs> when you say you're going to... Like, are you going to try? Like by the end of this process you hope to be a dungeon master and this is like a, a long yeah. form training montage. Right now I'm a dungeon apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> One day I hope to become a dungeon master, yes. Yeah. We can all um, dream. Why don't you all go ahead and introduce yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Jackson Newsard and I will be playing Jody Mastana. Oh. Yeah. We'll come back to some character details later. But let's, yeah, that's yeah. just it. Uh, I, I in the real world am uh, Thomas Owen, and I will be playing uh, Dun Khan. Dun Khan is that like Duncan with a weird H in there somewhere? Yes, <laughs> but also it's broken into two words, and there's one of those accents on the U. Ah, I see. Very yeah, cool. T, you really got a little bit of sexy on there. Yeah, I mean, voice. it's very. You've got the shirt unbuttoned. Yeah, I, mean, I actually forgot about that. Apparently, <laughs> it's making me sexy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the visual thing as well. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna sound pretty sexy. Yeah, it's all gonna be very sexy. Um, oh, a third button. This is getting okay. Good. That's too. Put it back. My God, a little too much. Uh, moving on quickly, please. Yeah. Uh, I am Grace. I'm the feminine flavor in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh just no! Just so you know, it's not one guy doing a bunch of voices. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might just be really good at voices. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, I am going to do female some voices at some point. Lady voices. Yeah. Keep me company. Um, mm. And I'm playing Drasilia. That's my name. That, uh, yeah. Drasilia. You can call me Drussy. Drussy. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, cool. All right. Well, why don't we get a little bit of uh, flavor on each of those characters? I guess we can go back through back through you all in order. Jackson, yeah. tell us about what's, what's your boy called? Uh, Jody is a human monk. I see. Um, uh, what to say? Um... Sort of uh, grew up in a monastery, worked as a sailor for a little bit, um, and uh, believes that there's nothing quite like a sweet stunt. So uh, very uh, stunt-oriented yeah. is Jody. Loves stunts. Um, yeah, some acrobatics, some flips, that sort of thing. Cool, cool poses. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to say anything now about uh, the life leading from the monastery to sailor work? Or you uh, later? Or? In a word... Tragic. It's yeah. not a. Okay. Yeah, Jody's a pretty upbeat uh, kind of guy, but um, tragic origin. Yeah, certainly. Okay. Yeah, cool. It's good. It's good fodder. Good yeah. to know. I'll just make a note here. Tragic. <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, moving right along. T. Tell, tell me about Duncan. So Duncan, uh, he's a dwarf fighter, 
and he's a veteran from the uh, wars against the city-states. Ah, right. We'll come back to that a little bit later. Uh, but, okay, so he, he fought in, in the war that's yeah, yeah. currently he going on? Became a little bit uh, disillusioned mm-hmm. with uh, the idea of uh, hierarchy and stuff. Okay, wow. And, uh, he finds that um, drinking and uh, telling dirty jokes helps him get through the day after the things he's done. Oh, wow, so that's going to be... It's going to get sexy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to get sexy. That's a real... <laughs> that's, a, that's a real diversion Yay. from your everyday life, hey, <laughs> You were like, I'm going to enter a fantasy world. I can play, I can yeah. play anyone I can imagine. What yeah. if I played a guy... Who, who uses alcohol and humour to escape the horrible things he's done. <laughs> Take, take me into this fictional world. Yeah, jeez, whisk me away on this high fantasy. <laughs> I am glad I've got a button undone because it is getting hot in here. Yeah, wow. Well, I look forward to seeing how, how that plays out. Uh, and what about you, Grace? Tell me about Drizzy. 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 Yeah, um, she's a sorcerer. She um, is also a half elf. Um, she's just really out to have a good time. <laughs> You know, you know how sorcerers, um, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, is possibly running from a slightly mysterious past that, I um, see. yeah, the other members of the party might not know about yet. Yeah. I see, I see. So, like, when did Drizilia become aware of her magical abilities? Um, not that long ago. Right. I'd say within the last year. Right, so yeah. she just kind of has awoken to some magic powers. Yeah, and... I mean, I think she always knew she could do, like, kind of cool shit, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool, and so now she's just... Traveling, running from something, just trying to live her life. Yeah. Cool. Nothing to see here, guys. <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about a, a war. Um, so, I'm going to dive on right into this little set piece that I've constructed for you guys, which is to say a little bit of a little bit of flavor. You find yourselves in a world of war. The kingdom in which you all live, Carthus, has been embroiled in conflict with the League of City States to the East for longer than any of you have been alive. To many people living far from the front, the war is something of an abstract notion, something they're aware of, but it's not really present in their everyday lives. They think of it only when soldiers pass through the town or when the taxes are raised in service of the war effort. Others, who live closer to the conflict zones, are not so lucky. Rumours suggest that when the war began, the kingdom held the upper hand, but in more recent years, the coalition of smaller city-states, known as the Eastern League, has begun to win some ground, uh, in part due to new technological advances. Regardless, the war shows no signs of being resolved anytime soon. The three of you have been travelling together for some time, as the roads are extremely dangerous. Highwaymen and opportunistic bandits are commonplace, not to mention the other, less mundane perils of the world. You're making your way to a small town known as Ashbrook, in the middle of a forest known as the Ashwood. Duncan, an old friend from the war, Garrick, has gotten in touch with you regarding some mercenary work, and asked you to meet him there. As you arrive in the town, you hear and see a host of the king's men standing in the town square on a makeshift stage, proclaiming that any noble person with an able body will take up arms in service of king and country. They're trying to raise a new force for a push east into some contested territory just beyond the front line. You can see across the town square the inn in which Garrick asked you to meet him, the aptly named Ashbrook Inn. And uh, that brings us to play. Is Ashbrook the town? Yes. Yes, it is. Marvelous. Uh, Hence <laughs> aptly named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's that's my little intro, guys. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. I release you from the thrall of my voice. Yeah, Play the game. You so really, um... we know each other? How do we know each other? It's up to you guys. Um, In well, my mind, you met on the road. But yeah. If you want to come up with some other notions, that's fine. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm assuming that I saw a dude doing some sick stunts. <laughs> oh, Teve made oh, yeah. me so happy. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's like, well, shit, like, oh. this boy's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, also, in addition to stunts, you know, someone that can shoot fire out of their hands yeah. is probably yeah, yeah. pretty cool. So maybe, like, you all just ran into each other on the road and saw each other doing cool shit and yeah. decided mm. to, yeah. to be friends. And for the purposes of the story... Yeah. yeah, and, and Duncan had some mercenary work, which I guess yeah. he offered to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm keen. Mm. Yeah, certainly. Very cool. So, are you guys proceeding to the inn? Yes, I'd say so. With haste. Yeah. Okay. Certainly not going to approach those soldiers. <laughs> ah, yeah. Duncan doesn't oh. like soldiers. Oh, yeah. It? Perhaps um, Josie pulls her collar a bit tighter around her neck and just walks towards that inn. Oh, cool. Interesting. Are you? You're wearing a collar. I've got a cloak on. A travelling cloak, Jackson. I thought maybe it was just like a, like a separate like a collar or something. Yeah, like a choker. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Druzzy maybe had a very particular style. I don't know. Well, if you look at these um, costume yeah. sketches over on yeah, 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 maybe that could be kind of cool. Yeah. Druzzy's rocks choker. Like a sweet choker, yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I, I should, I feel like I should clarify. I don't, I don't dislike the soldiers. I dislike... I, I dislike the the, the, the way the way the way the cause is going. <clears throat> okay, right. So you're just a bit fed up with the war. That's yeah. cool. Um, so you guys proceed across the town square to the Ashbrook Inn. It's probably like late afternoon, early evening by the time you're arriving in town. Like maybe you can see the sun starting to go down. Uh, I suppose I should say Ashbrook is a town named because it is located within this ash wood and quite near a small sort of bending river. So they called the town Ashbrook. You head into the inn, and uh, it's, it's quite busy. It's starting to get a little bit bustling in there as the day comes to a close. People are coming in to grab a drink or some food. Uh, and it doesn't take you, Duncan, long to notice, sitting in a booth on the far side of the bar, uh, your good friend from the war, Garrick. He's a half-elf man, uh, somewhat grizzled, and he's sitting there sort of uh, nursing a pint. Feel free to play D&D now. <laughs> um, well, I think probably uh, I will go and be like... Garrick, how are you? Ah, Duncan, it's good to see you again, friend. Uh, is this the uh, extra muscle you've brought along for the job? He says, indicating to the rest of your party. I flex. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, I make a performance check? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> What's your strength? Uh, it's ten. So okay, so just, I'm actually pretty slender. But just anyway. a straight up and down performance check. Right? Yeah. That's an 18. My oh, dang. <laughs> Somehow you, like, grow yeah. muscles that you I, don't I, have. I get my thumb in behind and just kind of press it up. <laughs> Garrick is uh, suitably impressed. Yes. Ah, a fellow strong lad. <laughs> uh, he flexes his muscles in return, but, but nice. he, doesn't, he doesn't need to lie about yeah, his muscles. True. He's a strong boy. That's very good. Uh, cool. So, I guess you guys take a seat, and uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to say? I mean, I, I feel like now that we've said hello, I'm going to get a drink. Yeah, can we get some whiskeys over here? Oh, whiskey. dang. Yeah. Jazzy, uh, calling it up. Yeah, sure. Uh, a, a bar man comes over and then brings you guys some whiskeys. I, I ask him if he's got any any good quality dwarven ale. <laughs> uh, any boutique dwarven uh, Well, uh, I can have a look in the back if you like. I don't know if we have that kind of thing here, but I'll, I'll get right back to you, he says, and, and wanders away with the strangest voice I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but that's canon now. It's in, it's in the mix. That's what that man sounds yeah, like. Right. Uh, yeah, he comes back with some ale. You can all get whatever the fuck drinks you want. It's a right. bar. Well done. Nice. Nice. You've got your drinks. Um, so, 
Do we need to take, like, conjects? Like, conjects or something like that? <laughs> how many drinks are you having? And how long do we want to spend worrying about the drinks that you're having? I just, I just want to paint a really vivid world. Yeah, I've got Dwarven Resilience, which gives me an advantage on saving throws against poison. I feel like alcohol counts, right? Definitely. I That's mean, true. let me know every time you take a sip. I'll be sure to, like, highlight yeah. that in the edit. Later. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, every Pay sip. attention. Yeah, I want... Do you want us to yeah. do the sound effects? Just yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's just that's Please. the worst. You're the worst foley artist ever. That's... Um, yeah. Okay. I I like turn over to Garrick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. So what's the what's the go? Ah. Well, <clears throat> the long and short of it is, uh, I've been engaged in the service of a scholar from uh, the capital city, uh, Carthus City. She's a, she works in the university there. I've worked with her for a little while, exploring some uh, old ruins and things of that nature. She uh, heard through her studies that, uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll let her give you the details when she arrives. Uh, you'll have to forgive her if she's uh, a little bit cagey. She, she uh, feels like she needs to move uh, quietly. She doesn't, for some reason, she doesn't want a lot of people to know where she is. So she's actually asked us to meet her later in the evening. Uh, she said she'll find us. Cool. Alright. Uh, How well do you know this lady? I've known her for a while. Uh, after I left the army, uh, I spent some time bumming around Carthus City and uh, I've been engaged in her service for about six months now. Are you sure we can trust her? She's been very good to me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet she has, man. He uh, doesn't really take too kindly to that joke. Like, he just kind of like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't like that very much. Um, very good. That's, that's, that's yeah. I mean, understandable. But anyway, uh, so yeah, he. That's basically what he has to say about that. She's showing up later, um, and she'll give you the details of your job. Cool. Uh, so are we just kicking around for a bit then, or you can do anything you'd like. Ask questions. Anyone for shirts? Am I right? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe start milling around the bar a little bit. Um, just milling around. I just, I just want to feel the people out. I want to chat. Um, yeah, so maybe I go and ask somebody about the soldiers who were in the square today. Okay. Anyone in particular that you're looking for? Um, yeah, who's, who's in the bar? Yeah, who's, who's, at, who's at the booths? There are, like, all sorts. So, like, Ashbrook is, like, a logging town, primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, burly woodsman types. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, you know, a few farmers. And then there's just various people of, of different professions that you'd expect to find in a small town. They're all kind of getting a bit jolly. Some of them are eating dinner. There's music starting to play. There's a little band on a little stage in the corner. Really having a go. Yeah, I, um, Jordy goes and has a little dance. Oh, man, make a performance check. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Jody starts trying to do like the running man or like some sweet b-boy moves but he makes a complete fool of himself. Oh, well. And I hope you're suitably shamed but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, you can probably find like some just logging, logging types sitting in a booth and uh, yeah. what do you want to say to them? Hey guys, what's going on? Um, yeah, we just, we noticed those um, soldiers in the the courtyard today, and um, yeah, we were just wondering, what's that all about? You really just barreled into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think? What do you think this guy sounds like? Um, maybe he sounds like this. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, what, what do you mean? What's that about? They come through every now and again, looking for new people to, to join the army. I mean, there is a war going on, I suppose. So they're not looking for anyone specific, or... Uh... Uh, that's a strange question to be asking. <laughs> what? More drinks? <laughs> uh, uh, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I retreat to our booth. Wait, did you buy them a drink? Or did you just, just, drinks. Did you just say more, more drinks? drinks? I, I used the waiter as a diversion and yeah. I just ran off. Yeah. Like you did that thing at a party when you're like done talking to someone and you're like, oh, i got to go get another drink. Um, <laughs> so you like yeah. down your whiskey and walk away. And I hope the soldiers don't ask anyone in the bar about yeah, it. Have you seen anyone shady? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. You really fucking had the opposite intention to what you were trying to do there. Uh... Cool. cool. So if no one has anything else really dumb that they'd like to do, then... Can I make an insight check for any suspicious folk in the... In you the sure can. Go right ahead. Uh, 12 plus... Uh, so 15 total. 15? Um, well, you can probably cast your eye onto a reasonably clandestine card game going on in the back corner, but other than that, you don't... Uh, no, 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 nothing flags for you. You don't feel like there's like an ambush waiting for you or anything like that. It's just an inn in a small town. Good on. Cool. Good on. Um, yeah, I guess so we just yeah, <coughs> hang around until down. later on. Cool. Okay. Uh, so later that evening, after you've all probably had a couple of drinks and uh, chatted with, with Garrick some, some more, uh, at a certain point in the evening, a tall, slender, robed and hooded figure appears in the doorway. Uh, she gathers Garrick's attention and uh, he ushers you all outside. As you make your way out of the inn, you can see, like, you just sort of catch out of the corner of your eye the silhouette of this figure, like, disappearing down the alley between the inn and the next building. And I assume you guys want to follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty dark. Uh, Garrick's just kind of walking. He doesn't look too concerned. He's just kind of like, oh, come on, let's go. Uh, you make your way down into this alleyway, and you can't really see much that's going on. You, you can't actually see where the figure has gone. Um, and then as you're kind of looking around, you hear a voice from the darkness say, Garrick. <clears throat> and then uh, she sort of emerges, or this slender figure emerges from the shadows in front of you and says, It's good to see you again, Garrick says. <clears throat> and you? And she says, Are these uh, the mercenaries that you found for me? And uh, she regards the three of you, and Garrick just kind of grunts in acknowledgement. You get the impression that he's a man of few words. And that he's also had like four or five beers at this point. <laughs> so he's feeling a little bit. Uh, yeah, she introduces herself. Uh, my name is Valeria. I'm sure Garrick's told you I'm a scholar from the university in Carthus, and uh, I'm not sure how many details he's given you, but I'd like to engage your services as something of protection. I'm heading out to investigate some ruins that I have reason to believe are nearby, and uh, I don't expect any trouble, but a girl can't be too careful these days, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, dangerous times. What yeah. are the ruins? Uh, well, I'm sure you, perhaps you don't understand the importance of uh, secrecy in, in these scholarly pursuits, you know? If I let everyone know what I'm researching, then someone might beat me to the punch, so... Jack your steez? Yeah, yeah. For, I'm really worried about people jacking my steez, as it were. <laughs> uh, you... You don't need to know about the nature of the ruins, I suppose I could say. I'm going to make a uh, persuasion check mm-hmm. uh, based off, uh, look, I get your need for secrecy in your academic pursuits, but I need intel if I'm going to undertake an operation. <laughs> <laughs> I love this fucking Navy SEAL operated tongue <laughs> And I rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of goes, <laughs> well... Uh, Look, Garrett's vouched for you. I'm, I'm sure you guys are, are more than capable of handling anything that we're, we're likely to encounter along the way. And uh, I can tell you this. The nature of these ruins uh, is kind of unknown and partially the reason that I want to go out there. Uh, it's relevant to some of my work investigating the ancient histories of the Kingdom of Carthus. I see. 
<laughs> well, Stab it in defeat. <laughs> like, perhaps yeah, this right. will convince you. Uh, being as I'm only interested in the knowledge that we attain uh, along this journey, if we happen upon any treasures or any kind of uh, things of saleable value, uh, the three of you or the four of you are welcome to divide it up amongst yourselves, whoever you please. Are we talking just commission, or is there like a flat rate? <laughs> she says, uh, I can offer you each 200 gold for your services, in addition okay. to whatever you find. Yeah, That should be sufficient. So <laughs> <laughs> we did that, get the awkward money talk out of the way yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm expecting uh, the entire expedition to take something in the region of four or five days. If you're willing to have your services engaged... Uh, then I'd ask that you meet me near the stables uh, at first light. We'll have to head out very early if we want to make our way to the temple. Cool. Consider me engaged. <laughs> See you at the stables. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Wow, you're really taking this sexy thing yeah. a little too far, T. Well, I mean, the whole point is dirty jokes. I'm yeah. just maintaining character. Jazzy requests a room a little bit far away from <laughs> Dan Khan. Yeah. Alright, is it dawn? Is it dawn now? Uh, you guys can go and, and sleep your night in the inn if you'd like, and let's yeah. not go through the vagaries of that, because yeah. there's just no way that'll be interesting. Alright, adventure! Yes! Okay. <laughs> cool, so uh, at dawn you guys make your way over to the stables, and you see, like, Garrick saddling up some... There's two horses on the front of this wagon. The front half of the wagon is just, like, some seats, and then the back half is, like, a covered kind of area. And uh, Valeria and Garrick uh, are getting ready to get in, and... Uh, what do you guys want to do? Who's driving the wagon? Because as a soldier, I have proficiency with vehicles, brackets, land. Garrick's I, driving the wagon. Is, wait, is, isn't it just vehicle proficiency total? or like? No, no, no. There's different proficiencies. Oh, so so you've probably got C vehicles. Yeah. I've got... Yeah. I, just, I thought oh, it was vehicles. Were, yeah. You're a water boy? Yeah. I was a sailor for a bit. Yeah. Ah. So if you get proficiency vehicles air, then we can go anywhere. Yeah. Damn. I mean, she probably will when she gets those dragon wings at like level 14. <laughs> you get dragon wings? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a draconic you have to go Oh my specific, god! Yeah. You can just get wings, yeah. yeah. You can just summon wings whenever you want. Red bull. Yeah. Hey! Woo! Yeah, you get them that's from a, a magical yeah, Red Bull. Actually, that's something as well. We're going to be doing a lot of like product placement for Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, how do we loot Infamous Dragons? Sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah. So <laughs> get in there. And, Red uh, Bull gives you dragon wings. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we definitely uh, should take a minute now to to talk about monetization schemes <laughs> from this podcast. Oh yes. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really in this for the cold hard cash. Yeah. That's in for the loop. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, anyway, good radio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so very good. <laughs> so I imagine you guys want to get on the car. Yeah. Yeah. I um, might um, ride up top where I can see what's going on. On top of the wagon? Like <laughs> no, the- like I'm assuming there's a seat next to my good friend Garrett. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, lies, lies. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking gripping the top of the wagon, yeah. like looking out in all directions. Like I've got eagle eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So is, is this a operator persona something we're going to get uh, more of from Duncan? What do you mean by operator persona? You know, as in like as in like Navy Seal operator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quite possibly, yeah. I love it. I, I love, love it a lot. Actually, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really into it. Yeah, it's very, um, very good. Yeah, cool. Cool. So you guys um, head out. I guess the two of you are sitting back in the more covered part of the wagon. <laughs> Duncan is sitting up top with his good friend. It's Duncan. Duncan is sitting up top Duncan. with his good friend Garrick and uh, Valeria. And you proceed along on the road. Uh, so you're heading kind of like northwest out of Ashbrook. 
um, off into the ash wood, and it's like dense wood on either side. Uh, you guys will have known from your journey into Ashbrook from the south, because you guys came from the south and you're now leaving from the north, that these roads, or at least the roads you came in on, like can be quite dangerous. Mm. Uh, nothing that you aren't capable of handling in, in a general kind of encounter, but that you wouldn't expect... Uh, you wouldn't be surprised if there was some trouble. Yeah. So, so maybe holding our weapons. Yeah, so, yeah. that would make sense. Cool. Um, so, what are your weapons, by the way? Ooh, um, I have a light crossbow. Oh, shit. And also um, magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my main thing, right? Yeah, also sweet magics. Uh, yeah, well, actually, yeah, what, what about you guys? What are, you, what are your weapons? What are you rolling with? Uh, I'm rocking a bow staff, which is pretty much like a quarter staff, but monk monkized? Monk I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a monk, monk style. And then oh, also darts. It's got a lot of darts. I love darts. Yeah. Um, are you a sword boy? Or I, I, boy? I am predominantly a greatsword. Greatsword. Uh, I also have some what hand axes. Nice. Uh, so a greatsword's just like a two, big two-handed sword. So you don't have a shield? I don't have a shield. What's your fighter spec, by the way? Uh, great weapon fighting. Oh, sick. Uh, which is why I'm going the greatsword, because it's 2d6 on the damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can re-roll, it's more likely you'll be maxing your damage. For anyone who's not played D&D before, um, great weapon fighting is one of the specs fighters can take at level 1, which basically means if they roll the 1s and 2s, yeah. Yeah, roll a 1 or a 2 on a damage dice, they get to roll again. And so then having a greatsword, which has 2 damage dice rather than like 1d12 is or something... You're more likely to get good rolls. Is it roll again? And once you have or... to take the new roll. You have to take the new roll. Right, cool. So it's very unlikely. Like, if you roll a two, re roll and get a one, like, occasionally you'll lose a bit of damage. But mm. generally speaking, it just means you're dealing more damage. Yeah, Especially cool. with a greatsword where it's a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. damage. It's, a very, it's a very cool spec. That's very, very cool. Um, do you guys have specs at level one? You, you've gone draconic oh, sorcerer, yeah, I, right, Chris? Um, silver. Silver dragon. Silver dragon Ooh. sorcerer. Nice. What's, is silver lightning or cold? I'm pretty sure it's lightning. Like yeah, lightning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like a path. There's like three pathways monks can take, and that sort right. of thing. So, which one did you take? Uh, I haven't taken it yet. Right. So, you I, any spec at level one? No, but I've got, I've got an idea of where I, where I want to go. Cool. All right, well, let's move on. So, uh, what are all your passive perceptions? That's thirteen. Ten plus your perception modifier. Uh, thirteen. Fifteen. Sweet. Well, uh, certainly Drasilia. That's a thirteen. Because you get your proficiency, do you not? Is it 10 yeah. plus... 10 plus your perception oh. modifier. Yeah, so I'm proficient in perception, mm-hmm. so oh, I get 2, no, and I have plus 1 in wisdom. I read my persuasion. So, so mm-hmm. it'd be... Right. So is it's 10 plus... 10 plus the number that is next to perception. On I'm 15, sorry then. Yeah, that was Mine my bad. 12. I see. Okay, cool, so 15. Yeah, I was like, I was like yours is probably yeah. better than that. So yours is 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, Jody, you notice uh, some distance up the, up the road. You've probably been traveling for like most of a day. It's getting towards the evening at this point. And you can see like a, a parked wagon uh, up in front of you on the road. And you can kind of see a bit of a commotion. And there's another, like you can, you can make out there's like two wagons. Uh, one that's like pulled off to the side of the road and like very much stopped. And one that is stopped in like the middle of the road. Cool. Uh, I guess I like, I whistle and like sort of gesture towards... <clears throat> the commotion, so everyone else is caught up on it. Yeah. Garrett goes, Ugh, I don't like the look of this. What do you think that is? Um, I mean, is it a, a commotion? <laughs> yeah. Is it blocking the road? You'll, yeah, I mean, you can't really go around it. Yeah. Um, I think we sort of have to push through it then. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't go, under go over it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, conceivably, we should hop out of the wagon and approach. Yeah. At the yeah. ready. Sure. So you guys are going to approach on foot or... Yeah, okay. Let's yeah. do that. All right, 
Cool. Keep the horses safe. So Keep and the scholar safe is scholar saying with the, with the card, and uh, then we can Valeria can certainly stay with the card, and maybe if Garrick. So. Garrick will come with you guys. Oh, comes with us, sure. Oh, yeah, up, yeah. up to you guys. Up to you guys. Well, I, I wonder if it's worth having him with her in case. Right, so we leave Garrick us or anything, mm-hmm. and then the three of us walk up towards the mm-hmm. driver. Cool. So Garrick and Valeria are standing back with the wagon. Roughly, how far down the road do you think? Don't be very long walk. Um, <laughs> probably, probably like about ninety feet, hundred feet. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 So, yeah, all right, sweet. So as you guys uh, walk closer to what's going on on the road here, you notice that, like, the one cart that stops in the middle of the road is, like, richly appointed. It's got, like, silken sort of, like, siding on the back of it, and, like, it appears like it's the cart of some, like, wealthy folk. And the other cart that's pulled off to the side is, like, very Spartan and uh, kind of looks like, um, well... It's, it's bearing the king's signal, it, it, the king's mark. It kind of looks like a military wagon. And indeed, standing in the middle of the road, uh, hassling some what look like sort of wealthy people that are sitting on this nicer cart are a couple of people, soldiers, dressed in uh, the, the mail that you recognise as belonging to members of the army that you were once mm. in. And uh, as you come up, you can hear the, the guy sitting on the front of the car saying, I just don't understand. I've come down this road many times before, and there's never been a tariff. You won't convince me that I have to give you 30% of my goods in order to pass. And the soldier uh, that you see at the, the head of things, who is a, a large chainmail-clad lady, uh, says, <clears throat> Well, that's the price of doing business. You're welcome to go back the way you came, but if you want to go this way, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I call out, like... 30%, that's a terrible con. That is, like, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm just, like, shaking my head. Like, so you're just believe. yelling this out? Yeah. She says, I don't remember asking you. I put my head in my hand as I contemplate what you've just said. Yeah. Um, what, do we, what do we do? I, I approach, and really quickly, sidebar, I have a military officer position uh-huh. from my background. Uh-huh. Do we know, like, what rank I would be? It's kind of up to you, man. Probably not like I have said specifically I was an officer. Yeah. Um. So maybe like a like a sergeant. Yeah. I mean, I'm that's not even allowed. one. It's not like I'm fucking. Yeah, you're not going to be like yeah, like the king shit major. Yeah. But, yeah. but also like <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> also yeah. very much left that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, can I see what rank they are? Presumably, I can recognize their rank. Uh, yeah. So like, there's. All right, yeah, I'll give you the scene. Um. So, sitting here, you've got the two dudes who just look like grunts, yep. and the one lady who is wearing the chainmail and talking to the uh, guys on the cart, she is uh, wearing the insignia of a sergeant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so much about military history, then. Yeah, I know, right? That's, isn't that impressive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, what do you want to do? <clears throat> um, uh, ooh, I think... Uh, uh, I approach them, mm-hmm. and I uh, I ask, uh, when was this tariff put in place? And I guess we just exude an air of authority. Like, yeah, I, I flex again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I say, I say, Sergeant, when was this tariff put in place? This tariff was put in place recently under the authority of the king. We need to raise money and uh, supplies for the war effort. Do you have some sort of written proof of this? Some she... documentation. She sort of, like, puts her hand on her scabbarded sword and says, I do, but I don't think you need to see that. I'm going to make an intimidation check with my (laughs) hand on my sword. uh, And I'm going to say, oh, I definitely need to see that. 
and I roll a 19. So with my proficiency and my flat charisma, that goes to 21. Dang. <laughs> um, she's intimidated enough to sort of look a little rattled and say, Boys, I think we've got a problem down here. And uh, you see the other two guys, who, one of them who's got a short sword and one of them who has a short bow, kind of stiffen and like you've gained their attention. And she says, I don't want any uh, bloodshed unnecessarily on the road here. So, uh, wait, real quick, did you just Crocodile Dundee then? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sword. <laughs> Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So, um, you've definitely, uh, like, got them to be aware and worried about your presence. So, yeah. she's still not producing any written documentation, though. I, I, like, sort of, like, pull out my bow staff and, like, essentially say, like, like if, um, if you're going to be bullying these people around, like, back it up. She seems a little concerned and she says, why don't you all take a few steps back? I don't like, uh, this weapon rattling and I certainly don't like your tone. Let these people pass, or you're going to have trouble. Are you threatening members of the King's army? I am protecting the civilians of this country. We need this tariff for the war effort. At this point, T, can I get you all, actually, to make an insight check? Yeah, in fact, I'm trained in that. So yeah. I definitely... And T, actually, you've got advantage on this insight check. 23. Um, I'm so... 10. I thought you were, like, at least 22. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I mean, my first roll was 18, so I'll ignore the two that I got with advantage. Mm-hmm. And uh, with my training, that is 21. So, I'm okay, 23. So, at this point, uh, the two of you notice, not so much Brasilia. I'm looking at the birds. Yeah, that, like, just based on their general demeanour and also on your knowledge of military things, you probably don't really think these people are soldiers. In fact, you probably think they're highwaymen who are pretending to be soldiers. Okay, I whip a hand axe at the one with the short bow. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> wow, you guys are acting a lot quicker than any of these people. Uh, <laughs> that's certainly true. All right, T, uh, I'll get you to go ahead and make that hand axe whip first, and yeah. then we'll get into the order. Mm-hmm. Cool, so, cool. How far away are they? Um, what's the short range on the hand axe? 20. Like, okay, let's think, like... Width of a car at the road. Yeah, we'll say that the one with the short bow is within short range. Fantastic. That's easy then. Uh, all up, that is a 20. Yep, that'll hit. And damage we are looking at... Uh, two plus my strength, which is five. Dang, five. Okay, so this hand axe, like, thwacks through this guy's uh, chain shirt with a uh, meaty thud. And next in the order is my boy Jody, standing down the road. You're probably like, if you're standing a little bit behind. So let me paint the scene for you. You've got a, a cart that's in, like kind of in the center of the road. And I imagine you guys are kind of coming up on the left of it. Mm-hmm. And then probably like 10 feet in front of you is uh, Duncan standing next to this like chainmail clad lady. And then you've got these two boys sort of like behind her and a little bit, uh, or probably on either side, like one on either side of the road. We'll say the guy with the short bows, the guy on the left of the road that Titus whipped a hand axe into. Mm-hmm. And the guy with the short sword... Uh, is standing on the right side of the road. Can, so, I, can I make the short bow guy? Uh, how far? What's your range? 30 feet. Uh, if you're 10 feet behind him and he's 20 feet from T, you sure can. Yeah, I, I rush him and uh, attack with my bow staff. Uh, double-handed. Yeah, do it. Uh, how does a 17 do? Uh, do yep, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, what am I rolling? A D8. 
Eight plus dex is uh, eleven. Dude, you cave his head in with this thing. <laughs> like, just charge up to this guy and just fucking dunk on him with this short bow, and you just like feel the life drain out of his body as he collapses into the dirt. Um, and then, is there anyone in range of no. me? Or okay. Uh, so That's this guy's dead, yeah. um, and the like merchants who are standing in this rich cart like let out like this wail of horror, it's like just like axes and people I'm, dying. You're kind of like standing over the top of the corpse, be like, <laughs> might have been a yeah, escalation. I'm not sure, but I, I mean, I'm he defending people. He realised that yeah. they were highwaymen, yeah. so that's all good. Yeah. Was my uh, hand axe my initiative count, or was that... No. Oh no, you're up, you're up, you're up. Cool, cool. Um, in that case, I will draw my sword, sword, step up, and take a swing... Short sword? Uh, sorry, great sword. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> draw my great sword, yeah. step up, and take a swing at the uh, fake sergeant. We'll just go ahead and call her what she is, which is Sergeant Kane. Sergeant Kane. Mm-hmm. Well, she's about to get caned. Woo! Um, bring it on. Man, you got some real banter there. Uh, it's 18 plus, so that's 23 to hit. You know it. And so, gonna roll some sweet little damage dice. It's a couple of D6. We're looking at a 5 and a 1. I'm gonna re-roll that 1 because of my fighting style. It's a 5 and a 3. That's 8. Plus my strength. That's 11 damage. Jesus Christ, that's a big hit. Okay, cool. Uh, next in the order is Drazilia. Oh, um, yeah, I sort of flinch backwards and accidentally do Ray of Frost. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. At which one? I sneeze, Ray of Frost. <laughs> in surprise? Um, or? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Who's still alive? So the lady. The lady. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one guy dead. And the short sword boy. Um, and also right, some merchants the short in the car. Because this is, I got 65. Yep, that'll hit him. Um, is 24 to hit. God damn, you guys in these um, rolls. Yeah, that'll hit. D6? Yeah. Oh, no, D8 it should be. Alright. It's a 3. Is there an attack? No. So, okay, no. 3. 3, but he has his movement slowed by 10 feet. Mm. Um, and he's 20 feet away, right? He's 20 feet away from nice. the lady and, and uh, Duncan. So, uh, next in the order is the lady, uh, Sergeant Kane. So she pulls out her short sword and tries to attack Duncan. Uh, I assume 11 doesn't hit you? It does not. She tries again with her second attack. Oh! And uh, does 16 hit you? It does. Okay, so Duncan is going to take... 6 slashing damage. Mm. <laughs> How many points does Duncan have? Well, I had 13, now I'm down to 7. You okay. beefy boy. The the short uh, the short bow boy is dead, so it's time for the now ray of frosted short sword boy to charge up and uh, also take a swing at you with his short sword. Oh, and uh, come at me! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh dear lord, why is it getting so racy in here? Uh, six probably misses you, right? It sure does. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, the end of their turn. We're back around to Jody. Cool. Uh, I rush Sergeant Kane yeah, and try and attack it. Um, fourteen. Uh, uh, no, that won't do it. Well, do you get a bonus attack, or is that only if you hit? Only oh, if I hit. Sweet, Duncan. I will slash at Sergeant Kane with my greatsword. Cool. That's twelve. There's seventeen to hit. That'll do it. That's a six and a three, so that's nine plus my strength. We're looking at twelve damage. Uh, yeah. Uh, you cut her right in half. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sergeant Kane is now in two pieces on the ground. Uh, the merchants have fainted. Yep, yep. The merchants are just like, like they're actually leaving. Like they've got their cart moving and they are booking it like down the road as fast as they can now that you've distracted these soldiers with their death. And uh, it's time for Brasilia to act. Wait, who's left? Just the short sword boy that you the already already frosted. Um, alright, I'll just frost him some more. Yeah. 15? Yeah, that'll do it. No, avoid. No, avoid. Ha! Take that! <laughs> uh, it's his turn, and he starts running. He's running away into the woods. So you're going to get an attack of opportunity on him, and so are you. Nice. Uh, the two melee boys. Uh, 23? Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, ooh, what's that? Uh, nine. Uh, so that's nine damage, and then I take uh, a second attack. You don't need to, because <laughs> you've killed him. <laughs> you've killed a fleeing man. Yeah. You feel good about that. Possibly can't with an attack of opportunity. Because it's, it's a reaction. It's a reaction. Oh, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, so, didn't uh, need to. <laughs> you guys have successfully made mincemeat out of these highwaymen pretending to be soldiers, and it's probably been something like 18 seconds, and... <laughs> Garrick shows up, having just run up from the guard, and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. He said he probably doesn't say that. Uh, Garrick shows up and he says, by the gods. <laughs> you made short work of them, what the bloody hell happened? They're just like wiping blood off our faces. Yeah. All of you. They're um, bandits, they were pretending to be soldiers trying to impose a 30% tariff on those innocent merchants. Well, I gotta stress, 30%. (laughs) It really was ludicrous. (laughs) I'm all for supporting the truth, but my god. (laughs) What is that voice you're doing? You're impersonating... Well, uh, I suppose you did the right thing, then. Uh, Yes, we should. Head on. Okay. Well, actually, let's check if they've got anything worth taking. <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, you can proceed over to their uh, stationary car. Basically, like, assortments of, like, shitty weapons, like, you know, short bows, short swords, chain mail, shields, if you're after any of that stuff for any particular reason. Um, I'll take a shield. Do you not have one? No. Yeah, you can have a shield off what the else? short Sorry. sword boy. Short sword boy, uh, there's a short bow if you want one. Does anyone want a short bow? Yes. I've got one. I'll take okay. one. And we'll say, like, 50 gold pieces of stuff they've stolen from people on the road. Crime doesn't pay. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you guys murder them and take their shit. And I want to give them proper burials. Okay, wow. so... Um, I guess, do you want me to say something? I, um... You're a man of the cloth. Well, in, in a sense, yeah. Some kind of cloth. Um, yeah, I put together some sort of, uh... <laughs> I guess as a dwarf, I'm good at digging the graves, and then... Yeah. You can Whilst you're it. cleaning your sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm wiping the blood off my bow staff, my blunt weapon. Yeah, <laughs> you mean, like, the brain map. And I cobble together some sort of, like, dogmatic text from, like... From me old uh, monk days, like just when like I was actually in a monastery. Yeah, it's like... pretty cobbled together, yeah. and then I just kind of like do a collective one for the three bodies. <laughs> and then do we just like, is it individual graves or are we just like. A mass grave. Like, no, I think individual graves. Okay. So, right. Like right next to each other. I mean, yeah. that's the rest of your evening at this point, digging those graves and burying them and having the burial. I mean, I'm a dwarf with 16 strength. I don't think it'd take that long to dig through graves. So, <laughs> you're just like. Ah! I'm gonna say it takes you 1d4 hours to do all of this. Down with that. Two hours later, you've yeah. finished digging the graves and doing your little burial. It's getting dark at this point. Should we just camp for the night and head out tomorrow? Oh, hang on. Was there another cart? Was there another wagon? Yeah, yeah. That was where you got all that shit. Yeah. We can take the wagon too, right? Are there horses? There are horses. So, I mean, like, we can just have two wagons now. We can start a convoy. 
Yeah, let's so convoy this up. I can drive it. And we already know Garrett can drive the existing one. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, there All you right. go. Uh, their, their wagon is kind of like... It bears like the king's insignia and looks like a military wagon. So I don't know if you want to be rolling around in that, impersonating soldiers. But it's really up to you. I'm not impersonating soldiers. We'll return it. Do you have any fire magic? No, I don't. I'm okay. frosty. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> I do have... Pre- Prestidigitation. So yeah. you can make it not so look like a soldier. Exactly. I can... Is that a thing prestidigitation can do? I'm not well, like I an making minor illusion. No, it, you can. You can make like symbology. So I could cover it up with something else if we yeah. if, if we need to. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, well, then that so case, then maybe you ride with me and, the and I'll ride with Garrick and, yeah, and the lady. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're doing yeah. it. We're gonna so, so wait, wait, wait. So Garrick, Valeria, and Jody are in one wagon. Are they up front? Oh, they probably have to be up front. Yes, mm-hmm. they're leading the way. And then Duncan and uh, Drazilia are in the other. And Duncan's just making awkward, sexy jokes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <It's awful. laughs> oh, God. Yes, very good. Oh, we've got a whole wagon to ourselves. <laughs> Stop. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you guys just riding on into the night? It's getting dark. I don't know how many of you have dark vision. Certainly not me. I do. Certainly not me. Uh, no, maybe we should. Maybe we should rest. Yeah. Okay. Let's rest. Yeah, because it's probably not wise to travel. If yeah. Not, we don't all have dark vision. You guys can camp for the night. Yeah. Take long rest. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. No uh, worries. Now it's done. Long rest. Do you have to use your hit die to heal? No. You just get it back. It's broken. Also, oh, it's short rest. You use your yeah, hit die. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Long rest. You just get everything back. So yeah. you guys sleep. You wake up and you can get back on the road. Um, mm. <clears> we should probably go first in the stolen wagon. Presumably. You don't know where you're going. Yeah. It's worth cool, noting, cool. Um, you will have noticed when you're in the cart with uh, Garrick and Valeria, that she is kind of like dictating where to go out of this like nondescript leather-bound notebook that she has on her, like that she guards pretty closely. Cool. Uh, she's got like a, a backpack which is full of like different tomes and texts, but there's this one particular notebook that she's kind of like reading uh, different sort of stuff to Garrick from that you can't really... You don't really cotton onto it that much. Sure. Um, so, <clears throat> after probably, it's probably something like the uh, early afternoon when Valeria says that you guys should pull up the carts and uh, proceed on foot because the temple is off into the woods to the northeast of where you've been traveling on the road. I mean, surely we could continue on horse. Yeah, you could. You could take the horses. Like you've maybe, got, maybe we should take the horses, see if we can hide that car. You've got four horses and five of you, so the two people are riding double. Garrick. Oh, well, someone can share with me if they want. <laughs> Garrick and Duncan Cheryl. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, Who's I the mean, slightest? Because I'm a dwarf. I mean, Garrick's a half-elf, so probably Garrick. Then what about the lady? The scholar. <laughs> <laughs> As your employer, she gets pride of private horse. <laughs> and, uh... I guess Garrick and I are battle brothers. Yeah, Garrick and Duncan have a history of doubling up. Um, so they ride on one horse together, and everyone else gets their own horse. And uh, you proceed for like an hour, sort of like picking a slow path through... Should we make a roll for hiding the cars? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and make a... What would that be? A group roll, maybe? Yeah. Um, maybe... Deception? You could do some magic to put up a facade. Maybe deception, maybe... Yeah. Deception or like conceivably survival? True, yeah. Survival seems like a good one. Yeah, okay, let's try yeah, okay. Let's see if Garrick has any oh, of yeah, that. Yeah, let's do survival. I got plus five. I get nat 20, which goes to 24. Nice. 23. Fucking bear girls all over the place. How'd you go? Uh, mine's 14 all up. 
So Garrett, twenty, a twenty-three, a twenty-four, and a fourteen. And Garrett got eight. But yeah, you can do a reasonably good job of like you can pull the cards off. I mean, it, you can't really get them far into the trees because yeah. there's trees. But you can like put a bunch of shit on top yeah. of them. You can at least kind of make them look like they're like damaged or like submerged or something, so people cool. are yeah, yeah. like they're trying to fuck with them. Um, we ride, and you proceed for like an hour, picking a slow path between the trees on these horses. And then, after an amount of time, you come to a clearing. And on the far side of the clearing, you can see there's like a, a hill, which sort of is like leads off into the trees. And in the front of the hill, there's like a sort of half crumbled down archway. And uh, Valerian notes, ah, that's it. That's uh, the temple that we're looking for. Looks like a dungeon to me. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm going to cut that. Uh, <laughs> Should we leave the horses in the tree line, or...? Maybe. I don't know what the, the military thing to do <laughs> is. I uh... I think we leave them in the tree line. It's less likely that, like, a griffin or some shit, or, like, some rock is going to be like, let's eat these horses. I love wow. this military operator. Yeah. He's got so much operational so knowledge. Smooth. Yeah. yeah. This is why I dumped intelligence, so I could be a little bit wiser. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, cool, you can you can just pin your horses down in the tree line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 feet back, something like that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the horses can hang out there. Um, what are all of your passive perceptions? 15. 13. 12. Okay. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> Panic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to roll a perception check, yeah. to be honest. Um, um, I, I, I mean, uh, I think we should approach the, the archway. Yeah. Sure. Okay. We'll do that. Uh, with... with uh, Suitable degree of caution. Yeah. Can I get your marching order as you walk out of the trees into the clearing? I would say me first, presumably. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll Probably side by side with Garrick, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll go the rear. Garrick and Duncan uh, walking first. Then I guess maybe Jody with Valeria mm-hmm. and uh, old. Uh, We're wagons, so yeah. Yeah, sure. Cool. So uh, as you step out into the center of the clearing, <clears throat> loading bars pop up on your screen. And uh, <laughs> subsequently, there's all of a sudden this like city, like the, 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 the draw distance fixes itself. And we yeah, just yeah, get this yeah, city yeah. clipped in. Yes. <laughs> like half clipped through the hill. Like, oh, wow. There's vendors that yeah. are like parving into trees. <laughs> there's a, a missing chunk off in the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, you find yourself beneath the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as you guys walk out into the clearing, a spear whips out of the tree line near the entrance and <laughs> smashes into Garrick for <laughs> a total of... Jesus Christ. Yeah, Garrick's unconscious. <laughs> Garrick has been dunked okay. on by... It's actually a javelin, uh, more precisely. And can I get you to roll initiative? is kind of like back into the tree line a bit. Uh, it's kind of like so. Imagine there's like a semicircle of trees mm-hmm. and then a hill. Yeah, but, and that makes up the clearing. The clearing is bounded by the hill with the entrance and a semicircle of trees around it. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. And um, it's from the tree line, left side, right side, left side, left side mm-hmm. of the. Yes. I assume, given that we're looking at the entrance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, everybody, roll initiative. Fourteen. Seventeen. Sixteen. 
Okay, so the next thing that happens is a wolf bursts out of the tree line, uh, roughly near where you saw the spear emerge from, and uh, it spends its entire turn getting over to you, Duncan. Mmm. I gotta roll Garrick in, uh, So, just at a glance, w- roughly the number of feet to the tree line would be something... 80 feet. About 80 feet. Cool, cool. Sorry, what's... How far can you move in a turn again? Just probably 30 feet. Maybe 35 if you're a wood elf or something. Alright. So these are speedy wolves, then? Well, well it a wolf attack is once it got there. faster than a human being, anyway. Oh, and you can double move if you don't attack. Yeah, it is so attack. my guess would be the wolf probably has like a 40-foot speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, next in the order is Duncan. Well, I will. Is it like right in front of me? It's at you. It's at me? Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull out my greatsword and see if I can't chop this bugger in half. Cool. That is 19 to hit all up. Yeah, dude. And we got the 2 and 6 for damage. That's 5 and 2. I'm going to reroll the 2. That's another 2. So that's 7 plus my strength is 10 damage. Dang, dude. This wolf is still alive, but it is hanging in by a thread. Uh, that's next, right, wolf. Next in the order is Drasilia. Alright, um, I'm going to go Ray of Frost on this wolf. Go for it. Uh, yeah, 24. Yep, that'll do it. Whoa. And it's dead, because it doesn't matter what you roll, as long as it's, <laughs> as long as it's not zero. The, the wolf is now yeah. dead. Next in the order is my boy Jody. Uh, I reach over and I cast uh, Spare the Dying on, on Garrick. Garrick. Oh, you beautiful boy. So what, what he's now... What does that do? Uh, he passed his saving throws. Sort of he, thing. He's like, now he's, stable. He's stable, yeah. Oh, that's nifty. Yeah. So yeah, right, we should clarify. You took magic initiative, yes. right? Yes, so I got, a, I got a couple of cleric spells. I right. got uh, Guidance, Spare the Dying, and Bless as well. Right. So, cool. Yeah. So instead of taking a feat, you took magic initiative. Sorry, instead I, I of... I took a feat, which was magic initiative. Instead of plus ones? Yes. Oh, because right. you're a human. Very yeah. human, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I was like, yeah. is that part of your background? Where the fuck is that background? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Alright, well, Garrick's now stable. That's very good of you. So the next thing that happens is that a bugbear, a large furry man, essentially comes charging <laughs> out of the tree line... And he can't quite get to you on his turn. Uh, but that's him done. Garrick is now just like on the ground, stabilised but unconscious. And Valeria, who's up next, hoofs it back into the trees as fast as she possibly can, saying, uh, I trust that you all have got a handle on this! And just kind of hoofs it away. So, uh, next in the order is the dead wolf. So it's back around to Duncan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say someone uh, stay with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to run up and see if I can't cut the bugbear in half. Yeah, um, <laughs> you can try. I think it's less likely than the wolf, but... Yeah. Uh, you, might, you might need to crit. Yeah, I'm not going to do that with a one. Ah, uh, so, you so, did crit, but crit miss. Yeah, crit yeah. miss. Sweet yeah. little crit miss. Yeah, very good. Uh, in my hastiness to slice. Yeah, well, that's the first time you've not hit something, so yeah. that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, next in the order is Drasilia. Uh, um, Alright, I'll take your... Hi- I will heed your warning and run back... How far is it to the tree line? Oh, you guys have pretty much just stepped out of it. Alright, yep, so I'll hop back in there and stand with Valeria. And mm-hmm. um, from here, I will cast Ray of Frost mm-hmm. on Bugbear. And yeah. it's 60 feet, so I can do that. Cool, cool. So, I would like, yeah, you can do that. Uh, and I probably missed. 12? Yep, that'll miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially from within the trees, mm-hmm. which I'm going to say gives the Bugbear partial cover from you. Um, next in the order is Jody. Uh, I mean, I guess I... Yeah, I rushed the bugbear. Yeah, very cool, yeah. very cool. Go um, ahead. Uh, 
23. That'll do it. Uh, that'll be 8 damage. Mm-hmm. And then I attack him again with my bonus action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one won't. Okay. Uh, very good. Very yeah. good. Okay, so you hit him with your bow staff for 8 damage, which he doesn't like very much. <laughs> but it's now his turn. Oh, God. Uh, so... The bugbear pulls out the very large morning star that he is holding in his hand and swings it at the little man in front of him with What's the big it? sword. I am a man, I am a dwarf. Yes, the little dwarf. I suppose I'm a dwarf man. Yeah, a little dwarf man. Um, cool, so, swinging at you, does 17 hit you? It sure does. Okay, <laughs> this is going to get rowdy. It sure is. You are about to take... Oh, that's not so bad. Um, seven damage. Oh, that's all right. I can live with that for the moment. Mm-hmm. Couldn't necessarily live with another one. No, no. Um, you might die with another one. How many times can you cast better dying? Many times I want, baby. Oh, baby! Yeah. <laughs> what a spell! Yeah, that is um, quite a spell. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, next in the order, it's Duncan! Yeah. Um, I am going to use my bonus action to regain hit points equal mm-hmm. to 1d10 one one plus, plus one. my fighter level because I'm going to use second wind. So I'm going to roll a d10. Is that bonus action? Yeah, it sure is. It's a fighter oh, feature. It's very cool. Uh, that is 9 plus my level. So I'm back on full health. Very good. Very good. Um, and then with my actual action I'm going to slash at this bugbear with my greatsword. Bugbear. Because that's what I do best. <laughs> For those playing at home, T said, I'm going to attack oh this thing because that's what I do best, and then proceeded to drop his dice on the ground and fumble not, not around. Not once, but twice. But twice, <laughs> and fumble around like an idiot. Uh, 18 plus 5, that's 23 to hit. I'll do it. We're going to get a couple of d6s up in here. There's a 3 and a 4, that's 7, plus my 3 from strength is 10 damage. Nice, okay, you get like a good old like cut into the side of this bugbear yeah. with your greatsword. I imagine it's kind of at waist height, because you're a dwarf, and you're just kind of like swinging this greatsword <laughs> into his hip. Yeah, whoa! But, uh, Can you paint this bugbear picture for me? What, what, what is it? It's like a large furry man wearing leather armour. Like, he's very tall, like he's probably something like 7 feet tall, if not taller, 8 feet tall. He's kind of wearing leather armour strapped to him, and he's carrying like a big spiky club. And uh, he is going to, now that it's his turn... Uh, is it? Who just went? I just went. It's Drazilia's turn. Alright, how's, how's he looking? He's, I mean, damaged, yeah. Yep, um, alright, I'll just Ray of Frost then. Cool. Um, ooh, crit miss. Yeah, very good, yeah. very good. Well, uh, I guess I'll hit him then. With the bow staff. Yes. Very good. Hit again. Uh, uh, how does 14 sound? Not very good. Well... <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, next thing order is the man with the big spiky club, and he's going to swing the big spiky club at you, oh, wow. the good little monk. I'm missing him this time. Yeah, well, you did hit him with the staff before. That's true. Uh, and that's going to be a hit with 22, and he's going to hit you for yikes. How does 10 damage sound? Um, unconscious. Terribly sorry, but I don't have magic. Yeah, yeah. And I assume none of yours is healing. No. Woo! I'm just down now. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Very good. Okay. Well, let's finish this bugbear before he executes our friend. Yeah, very good. Um, so, next in the order is Duncan. Boom, boom. I'm going to swing my big old sword at him. 20 all up. I'll do it. Then, damage dice. We're looking at 4 and a 5. That's 9 plus 3 from a thing is 12 damage. Oh, yeah. You cut this boy right in half. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I do. Big old great sword. 
uh, and your two unconscious friends are lying on the ground before you, as is a big dead bugger. So it's now uh, Drazilia's turn. So you can rush over and try and stabilize uh, Jody. You've got to make a medicine check. Oh yeah, I at twenty. Oh damn! Oh. I'm pretty sure you come back to life on yeah. one hit point or something. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. A that sounds right. I'm gonna rule that that's what happens. <laughs> so basically, I don't know what you do. I guess just like uncave his chest from where the morning star <laughs> crushed it, and he just like <gasps> shudders back alive on one hit point. But you've done it! You've murdered a large ferryman! Congratulations. Thank and you. Valeria comes in and says, I'm so proud of the lot of you. Are we just leaving Garrick? Like, he's, he's, he's stable. stable. He's, he's stable. stable. Okay. So he just needs to sleep it off. We should probably just have a short rest. Yeah. Uh, I guess you're going to want to... You're, you're on for health, right? I am, yeah. yeah I guess you're going to want to spend your hit dice, right? Oh, yes. Beautiful thing. Is it plus con? Yeah. Uh, very cool. How you doing? Um... What's that? Plus eight? So I was on one, so nine. Is that full health? Nearly. It's ten full health. <laughs> Very good. While we're waiting, can I do an investigation on the, the arch? Yeah, you sure can. Right. Two. It's made out of stone. I turn to the boys and I say, guys, it's made out of stone. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. It's like, so it was like early afternoon when you stopped the cart, then it was like an hour, and you're taking a short rest. So it's probably like, Three, four o'clock, uh, by the time Garrick comes back to life, uh, or sort of wakes up with one hit point. Do you mm. sort of need him to, does he just now need a short rest as well? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty rough. Yeah. He's, he's like, uh, So we just kill another, think, kill another I think hour? we have to wait it out. Sure. So Garrick's going to spend an hour... Has anyone got a healing potion or something? No. No. Oh. Garrick's going to spend an hour bandaging himself up, and, uh, in the process of doing so... Uh, cool. He is looking pretty recovered after that, to be honest sure. with you. Right. Um, and it's probably like approaching evening now, like five o'clock, and you guys are standing in this clearing. You guys want to push on into that uh, little ruin? Yeah. Let's, Let's push get on. into that ruin. All right. Valeria is now saying, well, it's uh, getting a little darker than I intended it to be by the time we get here, but I suppose, you know, things happen on the road. Uh, yeah. Onwards, shall we? Garrick was fucking like kebobbed. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is... What is your, like, I think it's a pretty good reason. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's, like, standing and tapping her foot while he's, like, coming back from the we're dead. Bandaging yeah. himself up. She's like, Sorry, we're just waiting for him to come back from the dead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, very God. good. Um, cool. So, uh, you guys can press on in if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's. Uh, as you approach the entrance to the temple, you can kind of, like, if you look around, you can see, sort of off in the tree line, off to the left, uh, a little, like... Heidi sort of place that a bugbear had carved out for itself and like not an inconsiderable number of bones of like varied sorts and you kind of get the impression that the bugbear had been using this as like a trap essentially mm. for like adventurers who want to check out these ruins or like people coming along and like just murdering them and taking their shit and just kind of living there but uh you've successfully bested him marvelous in you can go so walking right into the temple it's getting dark who's got dark vision who doesn't I have dark yeah. vision I don't okay I mean is it it's an underground thing, right? Anyway, yeah. So. so it's dark. Do you want to hold a torch? I'm assuming. Yes, I have light, so I can cast it as a cantrip. Yep, light somebody up. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to light sword? up? Yeah. Great sword. Great sword. Cool. Makes sense. Great sword is glowing with shimmering light. Very cool. So cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. So you guys walk into this chamber, uh, the first chamber inside this uh, ruin, and you can see in front of you there's like a large metal door which is closed. And off to either side of the room that you're in, there's a tunnel. 
So one's left, one's the right. What do you guys want to do? Is there a lock on the door? There is a lock on it, yes. Let's try and open it. It's locked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone have thieves tools? No. That was great radio. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> very good. Can we see anything down? Uh, you can see both, I mean, with your dark vision and the light, you can see that, like, both corridors extend downwards and then they turn, like, in the direction you're facing. So it's kind of like, so the, the one that goes down to the left turns off to the right, and the one that goes down to the right turns off to the left. Cool. So they're both kind of heading deeper into so the hill. like, cool. kind of behind the door sort of thing. Yeah. Should yeah. we roll d d20 and take, like, evens, evens right, odds left? Highs is left. So we're going right. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. uh, off you proceed to the right, and you can kind of see, like, with the light, that this is like, once upon a time, this was like a reasonably, like, uh, nice, like, this sort of, like, ruined carpet underneath your feet. Oh. Um, there's like. Shag pile, or? Uh, probably not shag pile, probably like threadbare. Okay. Um, and there's like sconces in the walls where torches could go. There's uh, torches hanging around, but none of them are lit. And uh, you proceed along, and then uh, you turn to the left, and there's more corridor in front of you, and you can sort of see down the way it opens into a, a space, like an open room. Any light coming from the room? No. Yeah, uh, right, reception check. Cool. 24. 11. 21. Uh, you spot with. Those two very good, and Garrick's twenty na- uh, flat twenty perception check. Uh, that there is like a part of the threadbare carpet extending down this corridor that's slightly elevated <laughs> on the way into the room. Let's not step on that bit. Is that in character? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So, so so we were like, hmm, and then you're like, ha 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 ha. Let's not step on that bit. Yeah. <laughs> is disarming traps a thing that like? Is that a thing that you learn, or what is it like? Yeah, I think like rogues and stuff yeah, can get yeah. that. You cool. can. Learn I don't think we need to really bother. Yeah, if we can just step over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. curious. Let's let's step over it. Your yeah. perceptions were good enough, and you step right over this very little good. trap very uh, in the ground, and <clears throat> just proceeding down into the space. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great okay. sword at the ready, obviously, because it's the light. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I imagine it's kind of like similar marching order, like you and Garrick up front, Duncan, and then Jody with Valeria, and then bringing up the rear. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, the cantrip light, how much light does that generate? Bright light, 20 foot radius, dim light for an additional 20 feet. Okay, cool. So, um, you guys emerge into what looks like the ruins of a reasonably large library. There's like bookshelves essentially lining all the walls. It's a square room, and bookshelves go up the three walls that don't have the little passageway that you just came into them on. Uh, so, you can all look around the room. What do you guys want to do? Uh, well, I guess first off, a perception check to see if anything mm-hmm. is obviously odd. Uh, 19 with my 3 is 22. Okay. You can see a flicker of something moving along one of the bookshelves. Uh, everybody at the ready, there's something moving on this bookshelf. Which wall? The left one. The left one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so... I love this, like, off-methodology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As this is happening, all of a sudden, Drazilia, you feel icy hands gripping around your face and everybody roll initiative. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now I would roll bad. 21. 16. 7. 
All right. Let's resolve first the icy hands gripping your face, Drazilia. Uh, the first thing that you need to be aware of about that is that you're going to take four damage. And... Oh, God. And your strength goes down by two. It was pretty low to begin with. What was it? Ten. Okay, so it's now eight. Do you die if it goes to zero? You sure do. Is it the same for any stat? Or I think so. Or maybe not all of them, like intelligence or wisdom. But if you get con or strength to zero, you just die. Wow. So, um, now that this thing has gripped your throat, anyone who whips around can see a dark shadow gripping Drazilia's face. Mm. And top of the order is Jody. Um, is, uh, yeah, I, I cast Bless. On everyone? Yep, on the three of us. Okay, yeah. cool. Not uh, so everyone around. gets... Sorry? Like, how many people can you cast it on? Three. Okay. Yeah, cool. So, uh, so yeah, everyone gets 1d4 to attack rolls or saving throws. Cool. So when I said that the thing's gripping your face, it's not actually like covering you, it just like has reached out and grabbed you, and uh, so you can still speak or whatever, okay, yep. if you need to. Um, cool. So next in the order is the shadow gripping you, and it once again tries to drain away some of your energy, but critically misses you. So don't worry about that. Uh, next in the order is Drazilia. How do you critically miss when you are holding? Yeah, I mean, it's not like, this is what I meant to say, it's not grappling you. Like, you're not restrained by it in any way. Uh, it just, like, reached out and, like, it's, so like, sucking. Do things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, sucking energy out of you. Hmm. The shadow. Yes. Alright, I'm gonna try... Can I just try and magic missile? Do it. I mean, you won't need to try. You can just magic missile. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, like, what if it went through it or something? It's just oh, like... I think magic is gonna be our best bet on this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I think I might be useless for the next little moments. So, I'm going to magic missile. Yeah. What do I do again? 3d4 plus 1 on each one. So. Alright, all three on this shadow. shadowy fella. Yeah. Four. 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 Oh. Holy shit, does that mean you deal 15 damage? Does so, it? yeah. Does it include the plus, did you include the plus 1 or not? What plus 1? Like, so every one you roll, you add 1 to it. Oh, yeah, I just... Five, four. Three, Jesus Christ! So max, that's like 15 damage. 15 damage. Jesus Christ! Okay, um, yeah, that's very rad. Uh, this thing is not dead, but it recoils as these, like, three fat fucking bolts of magic, like, come out of your hands and whip into the thing that's, like, right next to you. And, uh, it just, like, recoils away from you. And next in the order is... The thing that you spotted, which is, don't worry, not another shadow, uh, <laughs> it is instead a little man made out of smoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know which one of these is more likely to be something I can tangibly kill. Okay, so the little man made out of smoke uh, bursts up to you, uh, oh, well. Duncan, and he attacks you with his claws. And does 15 hit you? It sure doesn't. He sure doesn't pierce your armor then. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> next in the order is Valeria, who sort of just runs down the corridor as fast as she can. Don't step on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she, she steps over it. Uh, after that is Garrick, who pulls out his short sword and slashes at this uh, shadowy creature that is uh, attempting to strangle Drazilia. And he hits it. And it doesn't matter how much damage he does because it's dead. Uh, so he manages to like slice through this like shadowy air and it just kind of dissipates, uh, leaving just a little smoky man floating around in front of you. Uh, next in the order is Duncan. Has anyone not been here? Uh, no. I 
You went first. I went first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's done. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, this is just one one order. Yeah, one yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a big old greatsword slash at this little smoky man. Old yeah. smoky. Go right ahead. Big smoke with a little smoke. That's eighteen plus five. That's twenty three to hit. Yep, that does it. That is eight plus three. That is eleven damage. Cool. Okay. Uh, he kind of recoils and doesn't like that very much. Uh, Seriously? He's still alive? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's he's hanging in there. Maybe there's some resistance going on in there, who knows? Maybe. Who knows indeed. Um <clears throat> next in the order is Jody. Uh yeah, I rush over and I attack that uh little smoke man. Oh you could have you could have added a D4. Oh yeah. well, to do it. To is it damage though? No, it's through the attack roll. Okay. So. Well, it wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Uh ooh. nine and a D four. Twelve plus five, seventeen. Yeah, you hit him. Hey, Bless is useful. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, where am I? Uh, ooh, so that's five damage, and then I attack him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21. Yep, you hit him again. Yep. Uh, and so I do a d4 there. Mm-hmm. Uh, three damage. Three damage. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's still there, but he's now looking pretty rough. So next in the order is Drazilia. Can I use my bonus turn to like try and... Persuade him to. Oh no! Speech is a free action. Speech, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna but ask. It is an ability check. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna rule that it is, just for the sake of moving things along. We'll so just, you... I'll leave it. Um. Alright, so I say to the smoky man, smoky man, what? <laughs> yeah, I summon all my charisma. <laughs> and, um, I say, what are you doing here? You're inexplicably charismatic. Yeah, he uh, doesn't respond in any language that you understand, and it's now your turn still, so please. 18 for Rainbow Yep, that'll do it. And 5 damage. Yeah, he's dead! You straight up killed this little smoky man, and he also dissipates back into the darkness. So uh, he have pointy features? Yes, yes he did. Cool. Ah, he's mad again. Real cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know all the D&D monsters. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for what it's yeah. worth, like, you came in and you saw this guy who was hiding, and uh, you matched his thing, which is why I said, like, his height check, which is why I was like, oh, you're alerted to the fact that something's there, but mm. you didn't beat the Shadow's height check, yeah. and yeah, so yeah, it yeah. got to go and try and murder the back member of your party. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was... Very cool. Um, Spooky. Yeah. Shadows are fucked. They are. Because if they get back into hiding, it's just like, well, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, there you go. You've done it. So, what do you guys want to do? Well, let's poke around this library. Go ahead and make some checks. Some investigation checks, let's say. 14. 8. 14. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'll say with 14, you can find, like... Because it's sitting on one of the shelves towards the, the back wall of the room. There's just like an old looking key sitting on the shelf. Wow. Uh, also, in the corner of the room, uh, near where the key's sitting on the shelf, is a skeletal corpse. So you probably didn't need much of an investigation check to see that one. Uh, <laughs> but there is a skeleton there. Okay. <laughs> I stab the skeleton. You stab a skeleton? <laughs> yeah. I pick up the key. I yeah. just kind of gasp. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> Were you just practicing? Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just checking. 
Just get some target practice. How do I, how do, I do this? I guess yeah. you're supposed to do slashing and not piercing, right? So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A stab is good practice. Mm. So you take the key, and yeah. what do you guys want to do? I guess what? call in Valeria? Yeah, see if any of these books are what she's looking for. Ah, okay. So she comes on into the library, and she says... Oh, there are some very nice texts here. Absolutely. Uh, she spends like probably 10 or 15 minutes poking around the library, like picking up a book here and there and passing them to Garrick. And like he's putting them in his bag and she's putting some in her bag. And she says, well, uh, I must say this has all been very helpful for my research, but it's not exactly the knowledge that I came here to find. Well, I'm going to say, let's try the key in the big locked door. Hey, that's some good reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, let's, let's, let's roll with that, I think. Let's... Let's go open that door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So you guys head back to the central chamber and unsurprisingly find that this key slots very nicely into the lock. Uh, it's almost as if the people who used to live here have died and left behind, uh, or one of the guys at least, had left behind like a way in. And so, possibly his bones. Yes, yeah. and also possibly his bones. Um, so you guys can open this door up and what you're struck by upon entering the chamber on the other side of the door is like a big... It's, it's like dusty and it's old and you get the impression that no one has been in here in a really long time the smell gross it smells like kind of just musky like there's no mm. like deteriorating corpse smell or anything okay. but it definitely like doesn't smell great uh, it's just kind of like as I said you get the impression no one's been in here in like probably longer than any of you have been alive um and there's like some beds lining the walls that are all empty and there's like some chests that are sort of mostly empty. There's not, like, a whole lot of value in them. Um, mostly just kind of, like, clothes, robes, things of this nature. Like, it's almost like there are a bunch of people living here who all kind of left, and they took all their valuable shit with them, and they've left behind, like, odds and ends. So, mm. on the other side, so this is kind of like a long barracksy type chamber, there's another door leading deeper into the hill. Well, shall we continue to that door? Sounds good to me. Does anyone want a perception check? I guess we might as well, yeah. Investigation, why not? I love those roll sounds. Ooh, 17? For investigation? My perception's 19. Oh, it's perception? Well, I I think we were doing different things. Yeah. Uh, Investigation, you notice with the 17, uh, curiously, that this other door on the far side of the room, it's not made of metal, it's made of intricately carved wood, and it's not locked, or doesn't appear to be locked. Right. And with your 19 perception, you can see a room. (laughs) <laughs> that contains a bunch of shit. That's not right. much Let's hit up that door. Yeah. Let's rush over. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so how are we proceeding through this door? Probably standard marching order. Mm-hmm. Just entering front. through the door? Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Pull, that, pull that bad boy open and show me what to hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Is that in character? Of course it was. Yeah, everything's so in character with Sun Khan. Guys, it's... I like the way you think, mate. Just like the old days. And oh, I love this. Fucking, like, I love this fucking. He's like shake, bro- rattle, and roll, and pushes the door open. And uh, you enter into like a really large space where there's some. You can see, like you, you kind of can see by the fact that there's a few sort of windows up high on the distant wall that you've reached the back of the hill in which this little sort of ruined temple is situated, and there's light streaming in. And uh, it, it kind of looks like the room that you've entered looks almost like a church. There's some abandoned sort of rotting wood pews on either side. The door you've opened opens into like an aisle running down the center. And on the far wall where these windows are below is just like a large stone wall absolutely covered in like intricate carvings in a language that none of you can read and in fact have never seen. 
Um, Valeria gasps and says, this is it, this is what I've been looking for. Uh, just, I guess, wait around, I'll just spend some time copying this down. And she sort of starts proceeding over the wall, getting her notebook out and her quill, and she's like very excited, and she's like already jotting stuff down off the wall as she walks over. Um, what do you guys all do? Uh, perception check. Real Go ahead. Before she walks, if I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, 14. I'm going to hurry along beside her, even though I currently can't see Okay, cool. Threat. That's fair enough. Garrick does the same. He's, like, quick to her aid. Um, and you don't see anything. There's no emerging threat. But you do hear, once you get about halfway across the room... Should it be leave now? Uh, I'm totally down with doing that. <laughs> Valeria says, I can't. I have to copy this down. This is my life's work. It's so much more important than you could possibly understand. And she continues across the room. I really, like, reluctantly draw my books. Uh, Lyria, you have, like, one sentence to explain to me why the hell this matters, or we are leaving right now. In the middle of that sentence, (laughs) because she's proceeding further into the room, despite the directive to stop, a spectral figure that kind of looks like a robed, slender type emerges in front of the altar and uh, begins to move towards you. And also uh, appearing is another sort of wispy little smoky man. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> Damn it, Valyria. My initiative's five. I'm clearly too busy trying to talk to this yeah. infuriating I scholar. Got a six. Oh, wow. Wow. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the garbage round. <laughs> Get excited for... What's your next one? Uh, uh, two. Okay. Okay, so, let me paint this scene for you, because the first person acting is Valeria. Mm-hmm. So you've got Valeria, like, moving as quickly as she can across this space towards this distant wall, and you've got appearing in front of you this, like, uh, spectral, slender, robed figure, uh, and a little sort of smoky, uh, harder-to-focus-on figure next to uh, this spectral figure. And uh, you've got these, like, shafts of light lancing down into the chamber and, like, creating pools of light in, like, periodic locations on the floor. And uh, Trezilia, sorry, not Trezilia, Valeria uh, stops a distance away from the wall and sort of off to the left, away from this spectre, kneels down and just begins furiously copying down notes. And she says, you just have to keep them off me. This is so much more important than you could possibly understand. And uh, she is sitting there, and Garrick rushes over to her side and uh, draws his sword and says, if you want to get to her, you're going to have to go through me. And uh, the first of you guys to act is Drazilia. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to magic missile. Whoa. The, the, the cloaked Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, oh, so. Here I go. First dart is a four. Nice, so five? Five, four... And four. So that's with the plus ones? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Holy that's smoke. so, so 13. much. So 13? Uh, yep. Jinkies, that is like good damage against this yeah. spectral shape. I should have like uh, dust off my clothes. Yeah, well, yeah. you good whip there. another three fat fucking bolts of magic out of thin air, and they yeah. lance across the room and like spike into this thing. They do pass straight through it, but you do see it kind of like recoil in pain, and you hear again... 
And uh, next in the order is Jody. Uh, yeah, I rush to the spectre that... Mm-hmm. Can, can, can I get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure yeah. Can. I rush there and I attack it uh, two-handed with my... Okay, go ahead. Uh, does a 22 work? It sure does. Seven damage. What kind of damage is that? Uh, bludgeoning. Okay. Um, and then I attack it again. Uh-huh. Um, that one is 18 to hit. Okay. Two damage. Okay. Do, do I just... Uh, I've got like 15 passive uh, perception. Do I notice anything about as I'm hitting it? Your blows go straight through it, but it does react to them. Okay. Cool. So next in the order is this thing, which moves straight through you. And uh, yeah, it's very spooky and very <laughs> chilly. And right over to Garrick and uh, attacks him. Oh, critically hits him. Oh, <laughs> man, Garrick is such a waste of space. Oh my oh. god. He's just getting dunked on. And uh, yeah, just like. Oh no, no, he's unconscious. He's not dead. But he is on the ground, very unconscious. And it has the same effect to you guys. I, I charge up and swing my greatsword at the spectral mm-hmm. figure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What, you really? Yeah, roll it angry. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one was a two. <laughs> Seven or like, I yeah, think yeah. that's a, that's a myth. Yeah. Sure. Um, the next thing that happens is the little smoke monster uh, wor- oh worms its way over to you all. So in a nice little line, he's got uh, you and Valeria, and I guess you're no longer in his path. Um, Conceivably, Garrick. Garrick's unconscious, but but he's still he in the up? line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and oh. he smashes out a cone of smoke. And I need you guys to all make some sweet, sweet uh, deck saves. My deck save comes up at uh, 17 with my plus 2 is 19. Mm-hmm. You're totally fine, but Valeria yells out, Ah, I'm blinded! And she is blind uh, for the next little while as a result I'll of this cloud of smoke. teach her. Um, so she now spends her turn like struggling her way out of this cloud of smoke and moving closer to the wall... Uh, and next in the order is Garrick, who makes a death saving throw. And you don't know the result of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, next in the order is Drazilia. Um, alright. I'll try Ray Frost on... How many spell slots you got left? Uh, Ray Frost is a cantrip, so... Yeah, yeah, but how many do you have left? <laughs> None. Okay, sweet. I'm done. Yep. <laughs> yep. So are you trying this on the spectral figure? Uh, yes. Fourteen. Uh, that'll do it. Six. Cool. Very cool. So this figure's starting to look weak, and and it's saying, even if you best me, don't know what you're dealing with. And next in the order is Jody. Uh, I rush over and cast Spare the Dying on Garrick. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Garrick's death. Like, yeah, I, I run over and, like, power slide. Yeah, <laughs> <like> through <laughs> the spectral figure yeah. and the smoke man. Yeah. And you just, like, yeah. <laughs> like, hit him with a hot can. Is it touch? Sorry, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, like, knee slide <laughs> yeah. through all this shit and, like, yeah, saves his life. Uh, very cool. Next in the order is the spectral man who uh, attempts to grab you, mm. uh, the most armoured person still within his reach. Uh, but probably 10 doesn't hit you, hey? Nah. Yeah, probably probably nothing happens then, really, as a result of that. And it's your turn. I'm going to take another swing at him. Yeah, do it. Uh, looking at 17 to hit this time. Uh, that'll do it. Nice. Couple of D6s. 
We're going to three and two. We'll re-roll that two. That's a five. That's uh, eight plus my strength is 11 damage. Uh, cool. So, as your sword uh, pierces through this spectral figure, uh, you see that it pretty much instantly disintegrates. And there's this, like, deafening, like, sound. It's not a scream. It's more like a concussive burst that sort of echoes through the chamber. And the smoke creature just disappears. And uh, everything goes profoundly quiet. We shouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you guys want to do? We turn to look at Valeria and just, like, cross our arms. (laughs) She is saying, look, I'm sorry, but as I've said, I can explain this later. Just, if anything else comes in, keep it away from me while I finish copying this down. And she just promptly ignores you and starts copying things down off the wall again. She's now no longer blind, by the way. That's a magical effect that goes away when the method dies. Um, Garrick's nearly died twice. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, I say to her, tell me what this is. Tell me what this is all about. She just says, not now. We've got a long road home, and I'll tell you about it then, but do you really want to spend longer here than we have to? Alright then. I'm going to make an arcana check. Mm-hmm. Um, nat 20. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what do you want to know with that arcana check? Um, if, just if anything pops as familiar, or if, like, I can deduce anything from... Um, I would say that the magic that you've encountered here is decidedly unfamiliar to you. And that is something that you can remember from that. That it is, like, not like magic you've encountered before. Boys? This is, like, nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, you're all level two. That's the end of the adventure. Let's, uh, let's call it that. Yeah, yeah, very cool. How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsom. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Curio Network and HGW Lane. We'll see you in a few weeks.